This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode 91. I'm going to stream this to Facebook. I'm actually streaming this live on Facebook right now. Um, so if you're on Facebook and you have a question for me, just shoot an email below. Not an email. Leave a comment below and I will answer that. Maybe on next week's show, if I can see it now, I'm going to try to multitask, but I am recording this for the podcast episode that's going out a little bit later. Um, before we get started, if you want to join our mastermind group, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing with that group. I think it's probably going to be closing soon. I know for sure I'm not going to be adding any more members, but I don't even know if I'm going to be uh, able to add anyone else after this. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, and it's going to be the end of August, in, I mean, I'm the end of September in 2016. If you're listening to this when it comes out, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind if you want some more information about that or to join. Because if you're listening to this in the future, later on October or November, it's going to be closed. They won't be adding any more people uh, to these groups. I've gotten a lot of uh, emails from people about being able to join the group. Um, so I'm kind of full. So until the foreseeable future, if you're listening to this in the future, it's closed. But if you're listening to it when it comes out right now, uh, go over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind to join us. All right, I have three really good questions. If you missed the show we did Tuesday night, we, we talked all about hiring and training. My co-host for that show was Mike Ganino. Join me. Uh, we answered a lot of questions about how to look for people and then not only how to look for people, but what to do when you find them and when you should be looking for them. And one of the questions that I have today is about that. So I'll get into that second. But my first question I thought was intriguing. Um, and I've been talking a lot about Snapchat. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, go to at Smart Pizza Tips. You can add me on Snapchat. Uh, follow me there. Get the behind the scenes of the podcast. I'll give you like sneak peeks of when the new episodes are coming out. Uh, who I have coming up for future guests that most people don't know about until they come out. And I'm usually a couple weeks out. Uh, so that was at Smart Pizza Tips on Snapchat. You can follow me there. But this first question says, and I didn't write anybody's names. I don't know. I didn't ask them if I could use their names on air. So I'm not going to mention their name unless they tell me that I can use it. So I'm going to leave that out for now. The first question is, do you think Snap, and Snapchat, if you're not aware, changed its name to Snap, not Snapchat. So he says, do you think Snap will soon have a search function? Example, search for your favorite actor. Now, I hope it doesn't. I like the fact that Snapchat is tricky to use, which means us marketers can't ruin it. You know, you really need to go in there and find who, know who you're searching for and have found them in some way and really want to follow them. There's no just searching random people. And I think that it, it creates an atmosphere where people aren't in there spamming all the time. Like Twitter, you can follow whoever you want and, the, and people try to game the system with it, whether it be Instagram or Twitter, and not so much Facebook. It's a little, Facebook has learned and it made it a little trickier for people to uh, like pages or businesses to like pages as your business page. But for Twitter and Instagram, uh, the follow, follow back routine that people try to play on those two platforms make it really easy to just follow 500 random people and hope that they follow you back with no real... Uh, that you don't really want to see what they have to say. All you're really doing is trying to gain your followership because people are obsessed with the numbers, the number of followers they have, the number of likes they have, the number of comments that they have. And I love engagement, but don't get obsessed with the numbers so much that 
You're just following people to follow up, to build up your audience. You want to make sure that the people you're following, you really want to hear from. That's more important. That's what I like Snapchat for. I don't think that Snapchat should ever have a search function. I think they should keep it how it is because when you follow people on Snapchat, you have done your due diligence and you've searched them out for a particular reason. You found them, you followed them. There's no just searching or uh, following 10 random people just for the sake of following 10 random people. You have to really go in there and really want to follow them. And that makes the engagement when people view your Snap or you view other people's Snap uh, much better. And I just think that the... The, the the people on Snapchat in the way that it's used has a much better feel for it than Twitter does or Instagram does. And that's why you can see that the it's one of the fa- it's the fastest growing network right now. And that's I think that's has to do with why it's the fastest growing network. So I hope that they don't change it. But you know, I'm not I don't have a crystal ball. They could change it. They could want to be more uh, user friendly, but I hope that they don't. So that's my answer to that one. My next question is, they say you should hire slow and fire fast. How many chances should you give your staff? I I kind of agree with the hire slow and fire fast. Now, the fire fast thing I agree with. Once you decide that someone's not a good fit for your team, I think you should make that cut immediately, regardless of whether you can afford to lose that person or not. If you find out that someone in your business is not performing the way that they should, you should immediately get rid of that person. That being said, it should not be a surprise to that person. You should be overly communicating with your staff and your team and let that person know that they're not performing the way that they should be performing. So I don't think it's a matter of how many chances you should give. I think it's a matter of you over-communicating to the people on your team of what uh, what you expect out of them and then not only that, but how they're doing on a daily and weekly basis when it comes to what you expect from them, what they're doing great, what they need to improve on, what you maybe you need to improve on. And I think that as a team, if you over communicate, then the hiring slow and the firing fast thing won't really be an issue. Now, when it comes to hiring slow, I we talked about this on Tuesday's show and we did about 45 minutes and you can head over to I think it's on smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash SPM live. That'll be the, uh, it's always the last episode that we have. You can watch the re-recording there. And then you can also see the next episodes that we're going to do. But we talked about when you should be hiring for employees. And a lot of a lot of businesses hire for employees when they need employees. And my overall philosophy for hiring employees is you should always be on the lookout for employees. It should be part of your marketing strategy. Marketing to me doesn't just mean building sales. It means building your team and your business all in one, like encompassing the whole thing. So you should always be on the lookout for help. You should always be on the lookout for building your business. And and you should use uh, online marketing for that means. Now, we talked about on Tuesday how you should market for employees using social media. And it's different than you should be doing it in a newspaper ad or on Craigslist because people are on there for different reasons. People generally aren't on Facebook to look for a job. They may be looking for a job on the side, but they're not searching Facebook for uh, a job opening. So make sure that when you put ads out on Facebook, you're not putting the same copy. And by copy, I mean the text that you write the ad about. Exactly the same would you you use on Craigslist or on any ad site or, I mean, job site like Monster or in the newspaper. Those are different. People are specifically going to Craigslist for jobs. They're specifically going to the newspaper for jobs. They're specifically going to Monster 
facebook.com for jobs. They're not on Facebook for that. So on Facebook, you have to use it in the way that people are consuming Facebook. And I'll give you an example. We do an ad for uh, clients that we work with. And we, we say something like, and you can use the terms however you want. Uh, work doesn't have to suck. You can actually like what you do. Click here to find out how you can join our team and actually start enjoying your work. Now, that is something that would be on Facebook that anybody would want to read more about. You don't have to be searching for a job. And sometimes the best employees that you find aren't looking for jobs. They may want a career change, but maybe they have a job. They're okay with it. But if a better opportunity comes up that would help them in their career, they would jump on that. And an ad like that would work for people who are on Facebook or Instagram and maybe would want to be more curious, didn't even know you were hiring. But they, if they saw an ad like, now hiring delivery drivers, make up to blank, 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 Monday through Friday, nights and weekends a month. They're going to skip right over that because it's not, it doesn't intrigue them at all. But if you put an ad out that intrigues them, maybe they'll hop on your website. And if, there's a, and if you can explain in a little bit more detail on your website what you do and how you do it. And if you have a great website that explains not only what the job is, but how your business runs and the philosophy behind it, that may be a great way for you to capture some great leads. So try that. Try to, when you're looking for employees, do it all the time, have it be part of your marketing strategy, and communicate on the different platforms the way that people are on those platforms for. And if this is really hard to explain in a quick, uh, you know, 15-minute audio podcast, um, but maybe we'll do a whole show about that. If you have any more questions, shoot me an email, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. If you have any specific questions about the copy or anything that I mentioned about that hiring process. And also, if you want me to help you in your business, if you're trying to figure out Facebook or you know, come up with a content strategy for your business, I can work with you one-on-one. If you go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash session, you can sign up for a one-on-one session with me. I'll sit down with you virtually. We'll go over your content. We'll go over your website. We'll go over your marketing strategy. And at the end, you'll walk away knowing exactly what you have to do You'll have a content calendar. You'll have a strategy moving forward for social media and email marketing that you can run in your business to help you use those tactics to grow your business. So that was smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash session. Okay, my last question is another one that I love. And it's about, and I have an example, a real life example of me with this question. It says, do you think, You should use coupons on your menu. Why or why not? (sighs) This is a tough one. I I know the feeling. You have, maybe you're slow in sales a little and you want to put out a direct mail piece with some coupons to generate some sales. And the only way that you really know how to do that is to put out some coupons. Now, the, the problem with coupons, and I dealt with this this week myself and my family, is that you train people to devalue your product. And what I mean by that is, Say you sell a pizza for $10, and I'm just going to use round numbers to make it easy. And I'm going to use a pizza just to make it even easier. Say you sell a pizza for $10, and I have a family of five, which I do. And I want two pizzas, and that normally costs me with tax about $22. Now, you send out a coupon for two large cheese pizzas for $12.99 or $13.99. And you send that out to me once a month or once every other month. You're training me as a consumer to put a value on two pizzas from your business for $13.99. 
And then when I do not have that coupon, I feel like I'm overpaying regular price. Let me explain a little bit more detail. So when I pay $22 for two large pizzas, I almost feel like I'm getting ripped off because you said to me through the coupons you're sending me that your real price should be $13.99. And then I, I get trained to not want to pay more money than that. So I want to say to you, don't do that. Build, use coupons to give stuff away and have people hop on your email list. Say, hey, if you sign up for this product, we're going to give it to you uh, a, a $2 off for any, any order you have on Tuesday. But you have to go to our email list and sign up. Don't devalue your products. Don't, don't put a lesser price on your products, no matter what, what it is, because you're going to train your customers to put a, a lower price uh, than you really normally charge, which is going to make people only want to come to you when you have those prices available. And this happened to me the other day. My wife and I were talking in the place down the street from us, which we, the pizza is okay. We like it. It's We don't have too many pizza shops in our town, but the pizza that they have is pretty good. But we didn't have the coupon with us, and we didn't feel like paying. It was more than $10. It's like 25 or $26 for two pizzas. We didn't feel like paying $27 for two pizzas when we know if we had a coupon, it would be $15.99. So that's just one example of why using coupons on your menu can really hurt your brand overall. Now, I know it can boost sales a little bit because you get that influx of customers, but you're really in the long term just devaluing your product and your brand and uh, doing a disservice to your business. So don't do that. Try to get them to give them an offer to hop on your email list and then send them a coupon through email and try to mix it up. Don't always have the same coupons for the same offers every time because you'll just train your customers to want those coupons and then they won't order from you unless they have those coupons. All right, guys, it's about 15 minutes here on the show. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, let me know if I can use your name in the subject or the PS to say, hey, yeah, you can use my name and I'll give you a shout out on the show. Put your name and your business on there. Shoot that email to bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Also, if you want me to help you, your marketing strategy, Work one-on-one -on -one with you. I know these coaching these coaching calls slash question shows are great because I can answer your question on air. But then if it really – it's just a general question because people are emailing me and I'm just answering generally. If you want me to specifically work on your business, help you out, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash session. That's S-E-S-S-I-O-N. And I will help you come up with a content strategy, build a marketing plan, tell you exactly what you need to post on Facebook and social media to help you grow your business. I can also help you come up with email templates that you can help use for follow-up emails and for monthly content for your email service providers. All of that stuff will be worked for your specific business, for your business, not just in general, but for your business. So that was smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash session. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you so much for taking the time out, listening to me. Hopefully you can join us in the future. Um, have some great guests coming up next week. Um, have many interviews on Monday. Um, a really, a guest that I've had on in the past early on is re coming back as coming back on the show for a second time. I think that you're going to really enjoy this podcast episode. A really well known guy in the pizza industry has been on the show before, and we're going to kind of do a round two. We're going to go over what's working now in the pizza industry, what he's been working on. That episode will be out in uh, next week or the week after maybe next week or the week after by the latest. So go subscribe on iTunes, SPM Podcast on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. That would really help me out. Um, and thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time out listening to the podcast. 
shooting all these questions to me. Joining us on the live show, we do on Tuesday nights. And I just th- want to say thank you. You know, I, I, I couldn't do the show if it wasn't for you listening right now. Um, so I appreciate it. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>